God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change your entire life. Before we talk about God's Word, let us talk to God Himself. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for a day we have not seen before. We thank you, God, for the new mercies that accompanied this day. Father, we realize that if your fingertip of love did not wake us up this morning, Oh, God, where will we be if your love, your care did not continue to give us our heartbeat for another day? Where will we be? God, if your wisdom and understanding did not compel us to move from one day to the next, where will we be? God, you have been so gracious to us. And so, God, now we pause to give your name reverence and to give your name praise. God, we thank you for this Wednesday, the second, the second day of June in the year of our Lord, 2021. God, it is a day that we can't go back in history to see how it turns out. It is a day, God, that has never occurred in anyone's calendar before. So, God, we are grateful to be able to start this day with you and start this day with your word. God, we thank you for those that have assembled on this morning to be able to hear of your word on today. God, I pray that they would not leave here disappointed, God, but I know because it is your word, they will not leave disappointed. God, I pray that the message that you send forth on this morning, God, that your people will be able to understand it, God, that it would be clear to them, God, that they might be able to take it and run with it to live a better life than they have before. God, we love you, we trust you, we adore you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Again, we bless the Lord for you who have connected in this morning to hear what God has to say. On this morning, I have but one scripture, one scripture. Anyone who knows me knows I do not normally uh, use just one scripture in my reading. However, when uh, coming from certain books, uh, it is uh, it is appropriate, and it is um, it is not in error. <coughs> Excuse me, to use one scripture. So on this morning, there will be one scripture verse, and that is Ecclesiastes ten and ten. Since I'm only reading one scripture, uh, I will read it from a couple of different versions. Um, so Ecclesiastes 10 and 10. We're going to start reading from the New American Standard Bible. This one verse, verse 10, says this, If the axe is dull and he does not sharpen its edge, then he must exert more strength. Wisdom has the advantage of giving success. If I read this from the Bible in basic English, it says this, if the iron has no edge and he does not make it sharp, then he has to put out more strength, but wisdom makes things go well. If I were to read this from the New Living Translation, it says it like this. Using a dull axe requires great strength, so sharpen the edge. That's the value of wisdom. It helps you succeed. Finally, from the message. It says this, the duller the axe, 
the harder the work. Use your head. The more brains, the less muscle. The word of the Lord, Lord is blessed. By now you should know what it is that our uh, devotional topic will be about today. It is, are you sharpening your axe? Are you sharpening your axe? I just preached a sermon um, on uh, what do you do when you've lost your edge, and God was still dealing with me on that particular topic, and so um, I decided to uh, see what else he would have to say to us. And you all, it's interesting to me how when God speaks to us, he speaks to us in such a way that it meets us where we all are, whether we intend to or not. Are you sharpening your axe? Uh, There's a story about a young man who went to work for a logging company, and he's very strong and quite efficient. When he swung his axe, you really didn't see the 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 space or the difference between him and his axe. They 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 functioned as one. They were inseparable. He he didn't leave his axe anywhere. They they're like like a young man who plays basketball who loves basketball. Every place you go, you see him with their basketball. That's how this man was with his axe. Inseparable. You see one, you saw the other one. And when he used his axe, he could cut down more trees than any other worker. One day he met a much older man who was a logger. And the old man would cut a few trees and then he stopped to sharpen and adjust his axe. Uh, The old man did this several times a day. But the young man didn't make much sense of the old man would, you know, take time out every day, multiple times a day, to sharpen or adjust his axe. The young man just decided to keep cutting. And, and uh, you know, if he kept cutting, that means he surpassed the old man on a daily basis. However, after a number of days, uh, the young man was called into the office. He was called into the office, and uh, the uh, he was given his check. And so he, you know, he asked the the foreman. He said, "Uh, I thought, you know, you pay on on Friday." And he said, "Normally we do, but we're letting you go today because you've fallen behind." So what do what do you mean? I'm falling behind. I I'm a hard worker. I arrive. First, I leave last. I, I I even work through my coffee breaks. The foreman said your your daily felling charts. There's a such thing called a felling chart to show how many trees fall down by a particular logger every day. He says uh, the felling chart showed that you dropped from first place on Monday to last place. So he let him go. So as he was picking up his stuff, as he was gathering his belongings, he went to the old man. He asked the old man, he said, I don't get it. I just, I don't understand. I outworked you when you rested. I continue cutting, but you still outproduced me. 
I still felt last place to you. I don't understand. How can this be? The old man said that he learned a story years ago from the Bible, from this very verse that says a dull axe requires more strength. So be wise and sharpen your blade. The old man tells the young man, I wasn't resting. I stopped to sharpen the edge of my axe and, and adjust my handle. And he told the young man that the young man, that he told the young man that because he never stopped to sharpen his edge, he worked harder and accomplished less. You all, so many times we throw out the axe head, we throw out the entire axe because the head became dull. And the problem is, you all, we need that tool. We get frustrated because it seems like it takes much longer to get things accomplished. And so we keep working and hacking and, and swinging at something, and we're not getting the same uh, thing accomplished. And so we get frustrated and we throw out the axe. When in fact, you all, all you have to do is sharpen your axe. You cannot allow for your cutting edge in life to get dull. And then you throw out the very thing you need in order to get things accomplished. You all, they're going to have, we're going to have dull moments in life. We are. We're going to have dull, dull moments. But we have to understand, we can't allow those moments to dictate our potential of cutting in the future. You, you can't dwell on past failures. When you lose your cutting edge, when you lose your edge, you have to sharpen your axe. You got to take the time to sharpen your axe. We're always trying to get stuff accomplished. We're always trying to move forward in life. But you got to take time to sharpen your axe. That's the reason why so many of us, we start moving well in a new, uh, um, you know, a new business or a new initiative. We move well in the beginning. But, man, then we got to take time to sharpen our axe then we start losing momentum because we don't want to take time to do it. Well, Apostle, what do you mean by sharpening your axe? It means whatever we have to do in order to make sure that we have everything we need to accomplish what we set out to do. First of all, you need that word of God. You need that word. That word is what keeps us sharp. That's why the scripture says wisdom makes things go well. Well, how else are we going to get wisdom if we don't get wisdom from the word of God? See, there's nothing wrong with, with our work. There's nothing wrong with activity. But God doesn't want us to get so busy that we neglect the important things in life, like taking time to pray, uh, read and study the word. Uh, listen to the small voice of God in our initiatives. We cannot be these entrepreneurs and start, you know, 
coming up with that, these ideas that are great ideas, amazing ideas. But the reason why we fizzle out so quickly is because we do not apply the word. Or we only want to apply the word in small doses because we know if we apply them in larger doses, that means that it might change how we do life. We can't keep doing life the way we want to, but then only want God to come in where it's going to make us productive and prosperous. We must, we must, we must apply the word of God to our lives. That's what keeps us sharp. That's why Joshua 1 and 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then you shall make your way prosperous and will have good success. Deuteronomy 8 and 8, 18 tells us that God has given us the power to make wealth. He's given us the power. So if you're giving us the power to make wealth, you are, how is it that we're trying to move forward in life without sharpening our knowledge, our wisdom through the word of God? That's the first thing you need to do. You need to get your instructions directly from God. How do you want me to do it, God? When do you want me to do it? You know, what steps do I need to change in my life in order to be able to pursue this? You got to do that. And then do it. Oh, my goodness. So many times we ask God, how do I do a certain thing? And then when God tells us how to do it, we still want to do it our way. We've got to do it God's way. There's no way around it. There are no shortcuts. You got to do it God's way. If God says, out of every check, I want you first to pay your tithe, and then I want you to take $100, $50, whatever, and put it aside for this particular thing. If God says, do that, and you say, well, you know, if God told me to do this, I'm not going to pay my tithes. I'm just going to take my time money and this $50 and put it over here. That's not doing it God's way. God's not trying to get your money. God's trying to make sure that you are obedient so that he can bless you with the rest of the money. If it really takes you to put aside $200 a month, and he tells you to put aside 50, God will make up that other 150 for you. If you take that other 150, he tells you, take that other 150, put it in your tithe. I'm telling you, God is the best uh, 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 financial planner you could ever have. But God tells you what you need to do when you need to do it. We get frustrated and we stop because we figure as though either our, our plan didn't work out or our desire for it is fizzled out. That's got nothing to do with it. We're not doing it God's way. God tells us the people to bring in, to partner with. God tells us where to go to do certain things. God even tells us when to take a break from it. When you bring God in, that's what sharpens your axe. We're not just talking about being an entrepreneur. We're talking about serving the community. We're talking about in your, 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 your relationships. We're talking about in your family. We're talking about raising your kids. God helps you to sharpen that axe. The question is, will you let God come in, and will you take time to sharpen your axe? The resource is there. Take time 
to sharpen your acts. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for reminding us that, yes, the work is important, but what's even more important is that we take time to sharpen our acts. Help us to be your change agents today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. You go out and have a God-blessed day.